Are you full of health and wellness information yet struggling to implement into your daily life? Or do you have your health sorted out but struggling to integrate it with your other areas of your life? We've surveyed a number of Wellness Couch fans and recognize that this is the biggest challenge that most of you face in daily life. How do you turn your knowledge into action and a lifestyle? Enter the Wellness Breakthrough. For three days and two nights in February, eight of your Wellness Couch favorites are gathering in Melbourne for one incredible event, and we just have three spots left. Entry to the Wellness Breakthrough is by application only. To apply, simply go to thewellnessbreakthrough.com. And apologies in advance if you apply and we're all sold out. TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to The Wellness Guys Show with wellness experts, Dr. Lawrence Tam, Dr. Damien Kristoff, and Dr. Brett Hill. Welcome to The Wellness Guys. I'm Lawrence Tam. I'm Damien Kristoff. And I'm Brett Hill. And this is The Wellness Guy Show, weekly show dedicating bringing wellness into our lives. And today, we are all three of us for a long, long time. Yeah, it's been a while. Oh, it's been a while. Have that. And, this, and the fans have been calling out for it. Lawrence was just telling me, Damien, that people mm. have been calling out for us to do a show just with the three of us and for us to banter more, which is just music <laughs> to my ears. So I'm going to try and pay you guys out as much as I possibly can on this episode. This is like my worst episode, my worst nightmare come true right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'd never heard of the, of the term pay you out until... I realized that I had cousins in Adelaide because it's a very <laughs> sad Australian. It's such We're all a, cousins in Adelaide, don't we? <laughs> that's such brothers and sisters. I understand. <laughs> I get it. No, it's so very exciting to be on hit this call with all three of us, the two of my boys. Here we are. It's great. Well, talking about uh, paying each other out and uh, talking about bantering, I think, uh, you know, Damien, you've been uh, on a tear lately like you are so cut right now six pack uh-huh. it's almost turned to an eight pack now and uh you know you you what, what started this whole thing like people have been watching your videos we've been watching you know how dedicated you are to come back on exercise and, and i think this is really good because i think for all of us we we all have our ups and downs in terms of you know in areas of our life there's seven areas of our lives that you know we you know relationships and it might be you know with business and careers we can't it's just almost impossible uh, to focus on everything um unless you get a really really disciplined life and and so one of the things that came true for you was that you actually decided to really put a focus on on exercise i would say probably in the last uh, three months i would say um you know what turned it around for you that was a long question lawrence I thought uh, I asked long questions. That was unbelievable. I was trying to, um, you know, yeah. tr- trying to embody ah. Damien Kristoff here. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I went to Thailand and I bought this T-shirt and it six, said six pack coming soon. And so I thought oh, I should make that happen. And uh, and that was it. That was the reason. No, I'm joking. <laughs> uh, well, look, I've always been a foodie, as you know, boys, um, and I've enjoyed exercise. But I kind of, I do need an exercise partner. I need someone to actually. Um, to be accountable to and turn the record (laughs) no look you know sydney's an option um in 30 or 40 years time for sure i'm I'm sure (laughs) when i get sick of melbourne but um what actually happened was we caught up the three of us and marcus pierce caught up and we went to um where'd we go went down to elwood and we did some training together and lawrence took us through a bit of a wad workout of the day it's you know short for something in crossfit that they like to do and uh and so i thought well this is cool and lawrence kicked my ass and i was spewing and uh and i just never yours, before, though, mate, just to be fair everybody he kicked everybody. all of our ass and he was running like he was chariots of fire or something and he was like robot man and i was like oh my gosh this is you know why because i wanted to kick your ass 
he's become <laughs> a unit. And so, and I was like, wow, okay, cool. I've got the food thing. I've got the food thing sorted, but my fitness uh, just not up to scratch. So that really spurred me on. I, was that in November? I think that might have been November. We uh, we got together, and um, yeah, I, I didn't enjoy the feeling of of not coming first. And so I thought, well, I've got to uh, I've got to work on that. So I, I, I set a task to uh, to beat Lawrence. Um, and I know that everyone thinks I want to be like Lawrence. I don't. I just love him to bits, but not, and I really like to to be at least as fit as Lawrence. And I know it's impossible to look as good as Lawrence, but I'm going to keep on trying. But I um, I just wanted to get fit. So Lawrence motivated me to, to do that. Um, I watched uh, while we were running. I watched how Brett was running. I thought, oh, that's my running class done. And um, and I thought, well, I better um, I better you know start doing more chin ups. And so I started doing you know chin ups with with an effort to get to muscle ups and. Um, and then I've set myself a little challenge to get up to to the Spartan event in April um, in Sydney. So I'm wow. I'm working hard on that to try and be there with Lawrence. And you know, even if I don't beat Lawrence, I want to be there, not too far away from when he crosses the finish line. So that's what I'm working towards. Wow, he just made a commitment live. That's just yeah. pretty cool. Well, I, I I love to talk about that because um I think you know all of us uh, find many reasons like a variety of reasons of why we want to do certain things. But sometimes people think like oh it shouldn't be about anybody else. But it's not about anybody else. I think for you it's that you took a, a challenge on that something that made you uncomfortable. Whatever you know for whatever reason it doesn't really matter. But you took that on and actually turned it into something that is actually going to benefit you. And I think that's really um that's the that, that's I think that's the most um inspiring thing there. It's that it doesn't really matter what. It whether it be food or anything else is that we all have to find that why right the why of of um of, of doing something that something amazing or something great it could be losing weight it could be eating better it could be having better relationships or better in your business that why is what drives us because that's the sustainability because it would have just been yeah i would go training every single weekend but then sooner or later you would lost that motivation but yeah. you still kept it up from from what i know yeah, look, I've now been training with a personal trainer because I just want to amp it up a little bit more, mm. and uh, and so I'm, you know, I'm really motivated. I am. I've got a chin up bar at home in my lounge room, and uh, and so I've been doing, you know, a set of chin ups at least every single day, at least once, sometimes two or three times a day, and uh, and just try to do as many as I possibly can until I'm absolutely exhausted and I can't pull myself back up again. So I'm really trying to push myself, but uh, you know, as the years tick by, I thought, oh gosh, here I am, I'm 42. You know, am I falling apart? Am I am I in as good a shape as what I could be? And there's a couple of great practice members that come into my practice who are very very fit, and they're you know closer to fifty than what I am. And I thought, well, I want to be in great shape as I age, and as I and 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 you know, learning through one hundred not out that it's not all about food; it's actually more about movement. Um, and definitely, I feel better when I do move, and I make better decisions, and I'm clearer in my thought, and all of those sorts of things. So I thought, well, I've, I really food's easy for me, and it's no longer the best thing to do is to take the easy path. I'm going to do something that challenges me because I don't naturally enjoy doing exercise. I enjoy sport, but I don't enjoy exercise. So I've had to go and make myself do it. Hmm. Nice. Well, you, you know what I love about that, Lawrence? I love the way Damien Lawrence asked you that question. Knowing full well that your answer was going to be that he was the one who inspired you, you like that? That's, <laughs> that the, great. that's the power of the interviewer. <laughs> <laughs> I love that too. I love. It. I read between the lines, Brett. Don't worry. <laughs> How's the chin up bar going, Damo? I'm curious because um, you know you've been doing it every single day. So mm. how many could you do to start with, and what have you noticed in terms of progress? Not just in terms of chin ups, but like in terms of your body, in terms of how you feel. What's been going on? Um, well, 
I've had to get new shirts because my chest has gotten bigger and my lats have gotten bigger, so <laughs> I've enjoyed that. Um, but it's been a little bit expensive. Amber hasn't been wrapped with that because I only just bought new shirts and uh, and I don't buy you know cheapies. Usually I go where Lawrence shops and get the more expensive Easy. ones. And so you can pass I, them um, down, man. I'm I'm happy to take some of those. Actually, from you. Yeah, my my they small ones for me will fit you now. So uh, <laughs> you're right. So <laughs> you can have them. Excellent. Uh, so I've had to go up a size, which has been really good. But I probably started. I was able to punch out maybe seven chin up. You know, with straight arms, so going not the rocking backwards and forwards in that sort of loop thing that they do in CrossFit, like actually controlled, you know, wide grip or um, narrow grip and just controlled with a straight arm all the way down, pause and then come all the way back up, go beyond. So I actually go to shoulder height um, and so I actually bring my arms you know, right down so that my shoulders go above the bar. Um, and I started probably being able to do about seven of those, and I can pretty pretty easily do fourteen, fifteen now. So um, nice. I'm I'm feeling pretty strong across the chest. I definitely don't have sore shoulders as I'm adjusting anymore, and I'm finding that um, I'm adjusting you know I'm adjusting people easier because I'm stronger across the top half of my body. But I think that's potentially. I mean, that's an easy thing. I really enjoy doing chin ups because you can really notice that. Uh, it's the cardio thing that I, I'm probably struggling with at the moment that I, I need more assistance with, and, and that's what I'm working on at the moment. I really like the chin-up bar. I actually would love some recommendation because I wouldn't mind getting my – you know, Christian's actually been uh, – um, he saw American Ninja when we were in Singapore, <laughs> <laughs> and he saw like – you know, it's amazing what t- uh, kids pick up, and he saw American Ninja, and there's this one part where they actually climb up a wall like a spider between two walls. <laughs> and so then he started cl- like wanting to climb up the, the, the door, like the door frame. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? He goes, no, oh, do you remember we saw it on TV? I'm like, no, I don't remember. And he's like, this this show. And then no, now he loves climbing the wall, so now I need that's to get so a chip up bar uh, <laughs> on the wall like you do so that now he can actually climb up the walls and grab the chin up bar and actually just do chin ups uh, that's, so awesome. that's that's my next step you know what's great Lawrence what Tom loves doing is I've got this little post out in front of my house it's like literally the post that holds up my veranda and it's just a nice little round post and so he loves climbing up that and just oh, tapping really? the gutter and then sliding back down again <laughs> and that is such good that's fitness awesome. and that's he loves great. doing it and he shows everyone who comes how he can climb up this post and touch the touch the gutter and slide back down again yeah, and, uh, and he's getting some little guns as well he's He's getting a little bit fit too, so he loves that. He loves showing that one off to everyone. So yeah. get onto that. Well, it's amazing how contagious it is, isn't it? Um, you know, I. It's funny, LT, because the other day I climbed in in my doorway up to the top and took and got someone to take a photo, post on Facebook, and a lot of people then started going, "Oh, that's pretty cool. How'd you do that?" And then other people have sent me photos since then doing that same thing. So, <laughs> like, it's that's really cool, but. Uh, Jackson has been watching me do chin-ups and so I said, Jacko, how many can you do? He goes, oh, I don't want to do them, Dad. Um, I can't do one. And so even at his school where they you know, encourage them to exercise and go to the gym, they've got a gym at his school and he just doesn't enjoy going there. And so he couldn't even do one chin-up but now he's at five and, wow. um, and so you know, he's gone up 500%. That's a massive improvement. So. It's, it's pretty cool. Well, that's the thing. Well, like people talk about CrossFits and, and you know, it's not really CrossFit. Like I don't really say CrossFits for everybody. It's just the whole point of it is what I love about exercise that in the last year for me is just it's about actually how it makes you feel. And then it does become addictive. And I think it's not about CrossFit per se. It's just, just exercise in general. Like once you get through a certain threshold, I believe, mm-hmm. when you get past that um, a point where you start to really see the results in yourself and you can just really feel good about yourself, the energy that comes from it. 
that's when it becomes addictive because it's almost like that runner's high or that you know people who cycle and 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 do those type of exercise they just feel so much better and i think that's the the that people that's where the addiction comes from i don't know about you brad well, i mean you ran for a long time but you, you know. <laughs> yeah that was silly that was silly but we're not doing that anymore but um <laughs> it does have a flow-on effect right because lawrence obviously smashed us at that that exercise that we did and yep. then Damo decided that he was going to try and catch up to Lawrence. And so I've been watching Damien post these pictures on the internet. And I'm thinking, oh, no, now not, not only is Lawrence smashing me, now Damien's smashing me. So now it's flowed <laughs> up to me. And I'm like, right, that's it. I remember when I used to be able to do that stuff, I'm going to have to get myself back into gear as well. Because it's not just the physical side of it. And this is probably what's got me re-inspired at the moment is watching you guys do those. And, you know, I've probably pretty well documented the last year or so have been pretty stressful for me yeah. and i've had a lot of stuff going on and i think one of the things that in the midst of all that has sort of fallen away for me a little bit has been the exercise side of things not that i haven't been exercising because i still exercise relatively regularly i still play cricket so i train at least once a week play at least once a week and i still do a bit of other stuff in between and i i'm still pretty active with the kids but i certainly haven't been exercising in the way i had been you know two or three years ago and so watching you guys go through that really motivated me again. But the interesting thing was what really motivated me about it was not not how I uh, how my body was when I did it, not whether I was fit or strong or any of those side of things. It was it was actually more so the mental side of things. Mm. And I was remembering just how much I enjoyed exercise as a way to de-stress. But also how much exercise helps me as more of a preventative measure to to help maintain my level of well-being and my positive outlook and my energy and, and all those other aspects that come into it. And so, you know, it's not just the physical side of it. There's a massive mental side of it that comes with exercise. And, and part of that, I think, is just that, um, that resilience, you know, that sense of achievement, that sense of being able to take on a challenge and overcome it. And, and that, that mental strength, I think, that you develop from, from developing those habits and from pushing yourself to do that repeatedly and regularly that makes a massive difference. So, yeah. you know, you guys have uh, you've had a flow and effect towards me and, and inspired me to get cranking back into things a little bit now as well, which is fun. What's funny thing about flow and effect is that the flow and effect of knowing that Damien has taken on that, that challenge of, you know, you know, pushing himself to kind of go, I want to, you know, to, to just challenge himself That's to kind nice. of be close. And then knowing that you are there, it's almost flowing effect to me to make sure that I actually won't slip. <laughs> like I actually have to keep going and stay one <laughs> step ahead. It's it's funny, right? Because it's that, <laughs> you know, and maybe that's a boy thing. I don't know what it is, but it's, it is, there's a bit of challenge there and, and to kind of keep, keep it up, but it's a good cycle. Like it's not a cycle of, you know, that it's going to be bad for us. It's a cycle that actually going to be helpful, but I absolutely agree with you, Brett. I've learned so much more about mindset and about my mind and my resiliency uh, through this last year of physical challenge because in the past like I worked out like I mean when you say quote unquote I worked out I had personal trainers I did it twice a week and you know I've you know kept in shape in a sense but I just kept in shape like it wasn't like anything without ruffling the hair right yeah exactly exactly <laughs> and but now it's like to a point where it's really challenging and you know what I, I learned more about it's not the physical part like it's absolutely not the physical part it is actually what I have to endure and and I, one of the things I talk about in my presentation is like, where do you put the hurt? You know, we know it's, it's when you do something um, amazing or have a, an amazing result and you know you're going to be in pain. It's not like you don't know you're going to be in pain. Like, you, it's, it's, you know, when you run a marathon, anybody runs a marathon or something like that, you're not going to finish the marathon going, oh, that was great. What a, I saw a sense of achievement, right? It's more like <gasps> you're going to be breathing and suffering through it and you know you're going to suffer through it. And, and so when you sign up for something like that. But it is actually where you put the hurt. Like, where's the? Where do you put the pain when when it hurts that bad? 
you know, are you going to let it stop you or you're not going to let it stop you? And by pushing through that or you're overcoming, that's the sense of achievement that has helped me, not in a physical sense, but actually helped me in my business. That's where it actually helped me in my business in the last year and also what I'm actually capable of. And that mindset has transformed me. And that's what I'm addicted to is that is how much that physical challenge has actually forced myself to think better uh, in my life uh, and how to make that life better and, and not just to get the physical results. Sure, the physical results are fantastic, but it's really about the mindset thing. That's been fantastic for me. Mm, well, that's that's definitely something that I've observed with you, LT, um, over the last 12 months is, you know, you've always always had a strong mindset, but particularly this last 12 months, how, you know, dedicated and um, um, almost a little bit robotic uh, with precision about, you know, the time that you spend on particular tasks. Like, it's been one of those things I've noticed and been able to watch from afar um, but far enough to, you know, kind of still be in touch, but at the same time just go, wow, far out, that requires a lot of discipline. So it's possibly part of that, you getting up with Taki at 5.30 in the morning and, and heading down to the CrossFit box and, and smashing it out. Um, but also understanding that pain's a signal um, and then translating that pain um, in any part of uh, your life, whether it be pain at home or pain um, in the bank account or pain in the workplace or pain in the gym, like whatever the pain is, translating it to a challenge and then something else that you can, you know, move on through. So, you know, congratulations, mate. It's been really good to watch that. Well, it's discipline. Like I was, like, I was listening to, uh, um, I was watching a speech by Denzel Washington the other day. And um, one of the things he was talking about was uh, dreams and goals. And he said, you know, dreams without goals are, are, you know, it's impossible to actually make it happen and into a reality. And he said, you know, with dreams and goals, there's, there's two really critical things that you actually have to have. And the two Two things is discipline and consistency and you're absolutely right the discipline that i have in the last year is because of the physical training that i've done is because you know before I, i've i've never had that same discipline i always slacked off and there's a lot of days where you know i felt like i've done some work but i never really got anything done and that's so frustrating to me and where this year is like i've really been more disciplined because if i can do that in a physical activity there's no reason why i can't be disciplined in my work uh and and being disciplined in that and also the, it's not just being disciplined for like a short period of time like for a month or so it's about being consistent with it and how can i improve and consistently you know producing these things and sure it has taken time right to take time to actually see some of the results but the results are coming now because i spent you know the last six months really focusing on that and and harnessing you know the, that that whole discipline of you know creating content or just creating certain things in my business and structures and systems that has really helped me a lot and you're absolutely right the discipline and consistency is is probably the biggest factor for me and you know Lawrence one of the things I've seen with you is that you know people often talk about how you know you hear musicians say you know it took me decades to become an overnight success hmm. and and I think I'm seeing that with you I reckon Lawrence like you're obviously from a professional sense have just taken off in the last couple of years since you've you know left your chiropractic practice you've gone full time into this stuff and I'm sure there are people who look at that and think wow look at Lawrence isn't he lucky you know things have just taken off isn't that amazing but I know what Damien and I've seen from you Lawrence is is a consistency of effort and a consistency of desire to learn and to improve and to work on yourself and to work on your business over a period of you know decades to get to this stage where all of a sudden you've become an overnight success you know mm. so it is that consistency over a long period of time i think that's enabled you to learn what you've learned and and know what you know and do what you do to get the exceptional results you're getting now. It's funny, like, you know, I just did this uh, weekend, this past weekend, I was speaking to, you know, a whole bunch of, you know, wellness entrepreneurs and, and um, you know, we're teaching them how to become an expert. And one of the key things, like uh, one of the lines I used was from Gary, Gary Vaynerchuk, and he's a great entrepreneur and social media expert. And, and one of the things, he, I love his, his line is that, you know, uh, I'm an overnight success that took, that took 20 years in the making. 
you know, yeah. and that's pretty much what all of us, like any of us, we didn't get to where we are in any position by not doing. And a lot of people ask us about wellness guys. Like, honestly, guys, this is like, I don't know what episode this is, but we've done like 250 someone episodes. This is like four and a half years in the making. You know, we, yeah. we started somewhere and you know, but we chose ourselves. That's the key thing. Like you, we chose ourselves. We didn't wait until someone tapped us on the shoulder to say, Hey, you're good enough to do this. Were we scared? Of course we were. But at the end of the day is that we did it and we took the step and, um, and we've been punching it out. It's not like, you know, Oh, it was successful for the first little bit. And then we just, you know, kind of gave it up. No, we just been plugging away week in, week out, just doing the thing. And, I think it's important that we start to choose ourselves. No one's going to come around the shoulders and wake you up in the morning and go, I think it's time for you to work out now. Or no one's going to top around and go, I think it's time to focus on your health. No one's going to do that. You actually have to take the effort to do something. And I, I, I'm so empowered to recognize that life is about, you know, you have this life and you're the only person who can choose uh, what to do with it and what kind of legacy you want to leave behind. And one of the things that I, I recognized and I listened to this in the other day was um, someone was saying, I think it was Eric Thomas was saying that, you know, no one, someone, if you go on a battlefield or if you go on a sporting field or whatever, someone might be more skillful than you, but no one can work harder than I am. I can't. And that, and that's, that was his thing. And it's so true though, in anything, like if you and I, you know, what did a run, you might be more skillful than running, but I'm going to give him my best from my effort point of view to kind of give it a go. I might not beat you, but it doesn't matter, right? Because you might not be as talented as someone in something, but doesn't mean you shouldn't try and try to give it all your best and continue to learn and be better at it. And some people are DNA just more genetically, you know, as an athlete, they're fantastic, but doesn't mean that you can't do something similar and still get something out of it, you know, mentally, physically, and emotionally from it too as well. well that's a great idea, Lawrence. We should do a wellness guys half marathon, you know, just so I can regain a little bit of my ego and maybe... <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe I can do a little bit better in one of these challenges because I got smashed before. So, hey, Damo, I'm really curious. Uh, Lawrence is just talking about the changes and the flow-on effects into the rest of your life. And uh, and Lawrence and I both just sort of spoke about that, of what we've noticed in terms of these changes we've made in exercise and how it's affected our mental state, our business, all of those sort of things. So, obviously, Damo, you've been going through this change and, and you've probably had a more intense period of really getting on track at the moment and it's more sort of fresh for you. Lawrence has been doing it for years now. He's all over it. But what have you noticed in terms of changes, in terms of how it's affected your mindset, your business, you know, all those other aspects of your life? Well, it's interesting, Brad, because it's hard to know where to draw the line in the sand and where things started to change and you know where they were better or where they were worse. Um, it's definitely like last year was a, was a, you know, I thought 2015 was a tough year for me, but 2016 probably was as tough, you know, just emotionally from a number of uh, business things that happened, one with my practice and, you know, and Forage had a, a, you know, relatively challenging year as well. So even though it was good and we saw growth, it was still challenging, you know, I expected different things. Um, so I just... Just to be clear on that, did you just say 2016? Like yeah, it's challenging. It's only been a month, right? The oh, funny it, thing is, Damien right. said the exact same thing when he texted me about a week or two ago, and I corrected him. What did I and say? he's just done the exact same thing again. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what "Wow, you you're only a month so, in. You're it's, it's the worst year no, ever." Actually, this month's been amazing. But okay. um, <laughs> I meant to say 2014, 2015, okay, far out. That's a bit of a <laughs> anyway. So look, I'm expecting that this year will be much, much better. But um, as I was becoming fitter and fitter, I was getting clearer and clearer, and that was great. But when you're not fit, you notice aches and pains through your body. So I was noticing my knees were getting sore, and I was noticing my back was often sore after adjusting. I noticed that, you know, my chest was often sore when I was, you know, a bit short of breath. And, and so I was just, I thought, oh, this just isn't good. So all of that's gone. All of that's 
finished. So it wasn't through taking extra supplements. It wasn't through taking turmeric or curcumin. It wasn't through taking extra fish oil. I take fish oil every day anyway, but it wasn't through finding supplements from the outside world to help me get better internally. I basically had to, you know, work on my inside through getting fitter. So that that is a very, very easy thing to notice. But I think because maybe I hadn't been aware of a number of things going on around me for a longer period of time because of the lack of my fitness, um, you know, some of my business things that, you know, I thought were just sailing along going fine weren't in fact going along and sailing fine. And so, um, you know, some of those things came as a bit of a shock to me at, towards the end of last year where things changed a bit and changed very, very dramatically. But I wouldn't have coped as well as what I did if I wasn't as fit as what I was. Mm. So, you know, um, you know, and I noticed that in, in previous times when I've had business challenge or where I've had some things that have set me back, where I haven't been fit, it's taken a much more significant toll on me, whether it be a disc injury or whether it be you know, actually two disc injuries <laughs> is what I had with, you know, two big business things I had in the past. But this last thing that happened um, didn't annihilate me physically it annihilated me emotionally but not not physically and so i've I've found it much much easier to get on and and pick myself up and dust myself off and just get on with it so um, i'm really excited about this next 12 months because there's some big things happening but it would have otherwise taken me years to get over what has just happened but because i'm fit i think i'm getting over it faster do you guys find like you know when you when you're challenged on when you do something like physical or or you know just say we'll do exercise because that's what we're talking about but when you also do something that for the first time for a long time you start to see your weaknesses as well like you see where you're actually really weak at um it, it, it just comes me. to it pardon it kills me like, yeah like i do it and i don't do it so well i don't do as well as i know i can do it something and it just kills me i, I get so much motivation from that Mm, like what you used to been able to do and like i used to be able to smash this and yet like now you know things are starting to fall apart or like for me one of the things that i found physically uh and that was weak was you know flexibility like uh, you know just doing some of the things i start to realize like how inflexible i am in certain areas of my body like my shoulders and and, and my back and i start to realize or oh, even my hamstrings i realize like wow you know i just never because it, it never really affected me before um because it didn't i didn't push it that far hard and i start to realize why i was having some shoulder issues when i was adjusting or why i was having so much you know low back issues when i was adjusting you know bending over people i always just said oh it's, it's the, my job but it's actually just because i wasn't really taking full care of myself and and understanding the whole weakness of, of all those areas that, that didn't show up until i pushed it a little bit Bredo, what have you found um, over the last 12 months, or at least, you know, challenging year? What, what have you noticed over the, the, this last bit of time since getting, getting fit again and just being inspired to get, you know, on track again? What have you noticed? Well, and, and actually, what are you doing? Like, are you just running again or are you, are you doing no, something? I'm, I'm not. I've done a little bit of running, but not much. Uh, but what I've really noticed, what I really noticed was over that stressful time, I think the one thing I noticed was, I get why people in times of stress, when they're under the pump, when they've got time pressures, struggle. You know, I get why people fall off the wagon and why they find it hard to get motivated, to get doing things, to, to exercise and eat right and do all of those things because I've definitely seen periods of time throughout that period where I've fallen away in all of those areas from what I would like to be doing. Um, and I've definitely noticed the difference. You know, as I said, probably I think as much as anything, I've noticed the difference mentally more so than physically. Um, although I have noticed the difference physically as well. Like I said, going and doing that workout with Lawrence, I certainly noticed it. You know, I've no- noticed the difference in terms of, you know, just body shape. You know, things like that. As much as I know that you know, body shape isn't the greatest guide to use, but but I definitely noticed the difference. 
And so, um, you know, that was definitely part of the motivating factor for me was just, you know, realizing that I wasn't doing as well as I could be and I wasn't being as good as an example I'd like to be as, as well. You know, you look at my two little kids and think, well, hey, you know, I'd like to be showing them a better way of dealing with stress than this and I know that I can deal, I know I can do it and I can deal with it better. So it has been definitely, you know, I, I wouldn't say I'm back fit again. I think I'm getting fit again. I'm getting back on track now because it takes time, you know, it, it always seems to take much less time to get unfit than it does to get fit again. <laughs> you, know, oh, so true. <laughs> you, you have a little bit of a break and <laughs> you think, oh, well, I'll just get back into it and it's so much harder to get it back again. But really what I've decided to do, I guess the commitment I made to myself um, was just to be more consistent. Um, you know, Lawrence has just spoken all about consistency and how my, that makes a difference and I'm I'm generally not consistent with much of what I do. You know, I can be really inconsistent with my schedule, with when I exercise, where I exercise, how I exercise. And so um, my commitment I made to myself wasn't to do exercise at a particular time or anything like that, but was just to do something each day. So I figured that if, as long as I'm doing something, you know, something that's going to help me move forward each day, that was what I really wanted to do. And so that's what I've been doing. So obviously I've got a couple of days a week where I play cricket, so I training and then a game. So that was sort of that one covered. And then the other days throughout the week, you know, there's there's probably you know two of those days where I do stuff active with the kids. So you know, yesterday I went for a big bike ride with Tom and Charlotte. Tom's just moved to his big boys bike, so he's going much faster than he used to be. And Charlotte gets tired pretty quickly, and then she tags her bike onto the back of my bike, which means that when I'm trying to catch Tom going up these hills, I have to work twice as hard. And so you know, yesterday I had a good workout, going on a bike ride with the kids, and also running around in the water with them. So the kids had their little boogie boards at the water mm. and so they wanted to and, and there was no waves because it's Adelaide and we don't really have waves. So so I had to then strap the boogie board to my wrist and run through the water t- towing my kids backwards and forwards. Oh, right? that's so, tough. I, so I was like, right, I'm just going to keep doing this for ages. Like I'm just literally going to keep doing it till I drop because that was, you know, I thought, well, that can be my exercise for the day. So I do mm. things with the kids. And then when I don't do that, then I've been getting back into. Do you remember, you guys? I spoke ages ago about the "You Are Your Own Gym" app mm-hmm. that I have on my phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it does those body weight exercises. So the other days, most of the time, what I've been doing is setting a fourteen-minute Tabata routine. I pick four exercises. I try and pick you know four different parts of the body to try and keep it a bit balanced. And so I just cycle through seven seven rounds of four exercises, twenty seconds on, ten seconds off, um, and just smash out a Tabata routine, fourteen minutes. And I kind of figure, well. There's really not any day where you can't make it make fine 14 minutes. You know, as much as you think you can't, you always can. You can always squeeze that in somewhere, whether it's the end of the day, the start of the day, whatever, and just getting that in there. So most of the other days, that's what I've been doing. Sometimes I'm jumping on the chin-up bar. Sometimes I'm doing some push-ups or some kettlebell swings or other exercises. But mostly, I'm either cricketing, doing stuff with the kids, or doing a 14-minute Tabata to get back on track. Mm, that's fantastic it's just really great to see that you know all of us have taken like lessons from it too as well that's the main thing i think it's not just the exercise it's that what the exercise has actually taught us about our life like in other areas that's what i love to see and i think you know i encourage all the listeners to to take this as you know either inspiration or motivation or more importantly just to see like what areas of your life do you need to kind of you know utilize this type of thing thinking to apply it to your life whether it be your relationships or your career your professional career your spirituality it doesn't really matter it's about just focusing on it and just giving it a go because it's it is start somewhere it's hard it's hard work to begin because that's where you it's um, what i call escape velocity it's like there's almost like you know when your space shuttle goes off and launching into the space like it takes a lot of energy just to 
launch it into space but once it gets into space it's a lot easier so that first initial period of time where you got to commit to um you need a lot of energy to put into it so you just got to commit and dedicate yourself to it so hope you enjoyed this particular episode and uh you know it was just a great discussion and you, you heard three different perspectives on how it affected our lives hope that you can actually affect uh, your life with it and also makes us knowing that we have our challenges as well and uh, we're also working through it and we're hoping that we can share our lessons with you make sure you go out if you get a chance go to facebook.com and, and uh, go to wellness guys or slash the wellness uh, the wellness couch let us know how what challenge are you going through what are you willing to commit to in 2016 and uh, I'll, you know let's let's hear about it and so we can actually hold you accountable to it too as well share this podcast with your friends and families on the strangers you think need a wellness update and while they're why you're there make sure that uh, you you know share this particular episode but more importantly go to iTunes because that's where you know we want to help people uh, you know listen to the, this stuff and get more other wellness updates by subscribing to our podcast and uh and you know you by you subscribing and also commenting on this this will actually help our our, our um our message to be get across to the world so until next week begin creating wellness into your lives lead by example and let's change the world to help together join us next week on the wellness guy show we hope you enjoyed this wellness catch podcast brought to you by audible do you find that you just don't have time to read all the awesome books that you hear mentioned on the wellness couch well audible might just have the answer Audible is offering the Wellness Couch listeners a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. You can get books like Eat Right for Your Blood Type, Why We Get Fat by Gary Torps, Paleo Diet for Athletes, or even The Success Principles by Jack Canfield. So to download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com forward slash the wellness couch. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash the wellness couch for your free audiobook. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.